I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Welcome to Wuckets. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. And this is your WNBA playoffs betting guide. We're going to get you set for everything to know as the first round begins. We'll talk about futures plays. We'll talk about how to bet the series. We'll talk about are there actual upsets that can be in the making or are we headed towards the inevitable Liberty Aces matchup in the finals? We'll talk a little bit about all those angles and more with Dan Omataya. You can catch him on the Action Network as well as over at Her Hoop Stats. Absolute marvelous WNBA contributor. He's been on here all season with us. Thanks so much for joining me, man. Oh, it's a pleasure. Uh, I've been you obviously for a long time and uh, the season has come and gone. It's been exciting. Uh, I feel like kind of hinted on it. We're on our way to what we all expected, but I do think there's someone that could crash the party. Ooh, a nice little teaser. We'll get into that and more. I want us to know that today's show is brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Make sure to check out BetMGM. And everything we talk about today can be found in the award-winning Action Network app. It's the best way for you to track your bets. You get up the second information where the bets and money are coming in on, including all these WNBA games, which are already loaded in the app. You can check out all of those. You can also find all of our guides, more content, betting not only the sides, the totals, the series prices, the futures, but the props as well from not only Dana, but also all of our contributors, including Jim Turvey and more in the Action Network app. All right, man, let's get started here and we'll talk about this. We're going to go through the playoff series. We'll go through the prices that we've got listed on these series so far in the market. Um, We'll talk a little about what the matchups look like. We'll talk about those game ones, obviously, and what those kind of look like in terms of how they'll they'll look in the market. And we'll start as <laughs> the Las Vegas Aces take on the Chicago Sky. Uh, I ran my model, and the Aces have broken it. Like, they've just taken my model and completely snapped it in half. Like, I had to manually adjust down so far to get this thing even within the realm of reason for the series price on this minus 6,000 sky plus 1,600 16 to one for the series price in the market on this game game one the aces are 16 and a half point favorites we'll talk about game one in a minute when you look at this matchup what do you think are going to be the key elements that are going to give either side either the, the aces a chance to go ahead and roll through this in short order in the best of three or something that might lead towards the sky being able to hang I I've loved these these games specifically. I mean, we've seen Chicago go under a lot, but when it comes to the Aces, it feels like they do bring their A game. Uh, their first matchup was a blowout until there were six minutes left, and the Sky went on an eighteen to two run to cover. Uh, 
we won't see that because I think the Sky probably do have a legitimate chance to cover in both of these games. They have nothing to lose. They got a new coach. Uh, Kalia Copper just signed a two-year extension for the Max. It's a team that kind of likes playing with each other and has a lot of those like dog mentality players that do not care uh, about who's in front of them. Courtney Williams, Marina Mabry, uh, Elizabeth Williams down low. The depth yeah. is where I'm kind of afraid, but Becky's smart. She knows that she's put a lot of minutes on her starters all season, and she doesn't want to keep doing that and wants to make quick work of the Chicago Sky. This is tough. This one's tough for me, honestly, because one of the things I try and key in on pretty routinely in WNBA playoffs is how do you do defending three-point volume and how do you do with spot-up action? And the Sky have always projected really well in those categories. It's one of the reasons I've been on them historically when they've been in the playoffs is I'm like, there's a lot of upside here with their ability to hang. Um, they were good in both those in those areas this this season. The Sky actually allowed the fewest spot-up threes uh, per energy sports on catch and shoot opportunities. They were really good in those categories at limiting those opportunities. Now, obviously the aces are the aces and they have quite a bit of firepower, but the sky take a lot too. So uh, for me, this kind of gets into the question of, is there any scenario where the sky might be able to, to make this more of a variant play, right? We talk a lot about this in, in NBA playoffs as well about um, can you find an opportunity here for there to be, if the games become a three point variance proposition, that's where things can get a little bit wonky. And and the aces, honestly, the reason I faded them for years prior to Becky getting there was that they wouldn't take enough threes. They were an easy fade because I was like, they're never going to take enough threes and they're always going to be subject to this kind of variance. But Becky corrected that really, really quickly. It was just painfully obvious how quickly that needed to get fixed. Um, do you do you find that there's any sort of opportunity here, even if we're just talking about there are exact outcome mark, markets out there for what this is going to look like in terms of you can get, if you do think it's going to be like the sky can get a game off of them. Um, you know, aces two one is plus plus like aces two O is, is minus six fifty. Again, this is understandably just absurd how good the aces are. Um, but do you think there's any sort of value to be found based off of the idea that maybe there's a play where the variance is so high that the sky are able to hang just enough to make that number have value? It's tough because, I mean, it's you're talking for 40 minutes. Uh, right. I mean, the Sky had a 16-point lead almost going into halftime. I think they're up by 12 at half, 13 at half at home. And I think over over 40 minutes, you're just getting it worn down. There's too many weapons, and you need yeah. at least two of them to have really bad nights. And not to mention you have Alicia Clark, who can basically guard anyone in the league. She even does well against bigs. So right. uh, I don't. I don't see it. I mean, like, I wouldn't hate a money line play in game one, you know? Uh, right. Like, and if you can get some good value on the Aces live, uh, they didn't really come out too strong last year, and we were expecting them to throttle Phoenix, who basically had eight rostered players. Uh, I think Phoenix ended up covering that game one last year and then got throttled in the next, uh, just relied on Diamond to Shields. And obviously we have a – much better player in Kalia Copper, but it's yeah. a it's an uphill battle. But I still I I think sixteen and a half is too high just based on the way these matchups have gone. Yes, I've got this. I have this after manual correction. I still have this projected at eighteen, which just makes yeah. me nauseous. I'm just like, how can this possibly? This is a playoff game. Like this isn't a, like this isn't yeah. a fever aces, and yet it's just that's that's how dominant they've been. 
So like, I want to take the 16 and a half because it's that many points in a playoff environment. If the sky are able to slow it down and play a variant game, right? Maybe there's a scenario there where they're able to cover, but my projection says otherwise. The other problem is the sky just haven't been able to be efficient enough on offense this year, especially in the half court. They've really struggled in that area. Like this team, I think is pretty, I like their balance and what they're able to show there, but I don't necessarily think that there's a lot to be found there. Um, See, you kind of mentioned the total. 170 is the total for game one. Uh, do you have any sort of, of indication on how you feel like the pace of this game is going to go or uh, whether or not I have it projected at, as like I have most aces games and then absolutely hilarious 180 range. Um, I was kind of curious as far as your numbers or what you think uh, as far as a total play goes for game one. Yeah, I, I think as long as it stays at 170 or below, you you can feel safe going over with these two teams. Uh, I think Chicago does like to push and does try to get to the free throw line a lot. And nobody's yeah. better at getting the free throw line than the Las Vegas Aces, except the, the dream and the wings, which we'll you know cover later. But uh, these two teams have, for some reason, found a way to, to always get over whatever the number is. And that's with the Aces scoring two points for the final six minutes of that first matchup. Uh, that's another thing. Like, I've... I've done pretty well living uh, Aces opponents the minute Becky pulls the plug on starters because that, that bench is so rough. And I don't think playoff time, you're an eighth seed. Why would you give up? You know, you're going to keep fighting. So even right. if you don't feel comfortable with 16 and a half, taking that up. And if there's a, there's a definite play, I think the first half over, we've seen so many teams coming to Vegas and, Aces poured on them. They're averaging, I think, 52 and a half points at home uh, in the first half. So that's been a, a pretty good play. I'm going to go with you on the over. Um, I did make a note of this, that when I was mentioning that they, if they were to slow it down to try and grind it out, it would be the exact opposite of what the Sky's <laughs> done this year. They're the worst transition defense in the league, both in total points allowed. And they, this is a bigger one is on Synergy. I was looking at this and like this matches the eye test from um, when you, you go back and you just watch style of play and watch the games. They're, they're allowing the highest percentage of time in transition. Like they don't, they are not good at stopping the ball. And so teams are able to get downhill very quickly and get both transition and mid transition opportunities. And aces should, should feast there. So uh, I'm with you. I think I'm going to play the over on this and make that a best bet. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The NBA season is just around the corner, so get in on the action with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up with BetMGM using bonus code ACTION. And get up to $1,000 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Must be 21 or older to wager, 19 or older in Ontario. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 
1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789 or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi. In Ontario, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, and Utah and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York. All right, let's move to the New York Liberty taking on the Washington Mystics. A healthier, not not healthy due to some unfortunate late injuries again, but a healthier Mystics team. Uh, Liberty are minus 600. The Mystics are plus 425. I would imagine this is going to be the team that probably there's going to be an, uh, the most series price action on at the books uh, just because of the Mystics and their cachet and their history and the star power there. Um, but look, the Liberty have been rock solid. The Liberty are still game one. They're still nine and a half point favorites here. What do you think of the keys to this matchup as the Liberty take on the Mystics? I think it's helpful for the Liberty that they just played and uh, probably helpful that they just lost on a buzzer beater to the Mystics at home. Uh, I mean, they've already opened up additional seating at home, so that's that's definitely nice. I mean, I remember last year playing the uh, playing the sky. I was there in Barclays, and it was rocking um, as a seven seed. So with the expectations now, uh, with how great the crowds have been, it's going to be it's going to be an awesome environment. And Liberty, uh, after a loss, I think I want to say they're seven and two, um, or no, six and two against the spread. Uh, mm. Seven and one in first half spreads after a loss, they they really come out and they take it personally. But uh, this Mystics team is is they got a lot of vets, right, and a lot of experience. Brittany Sykes has been phenomenal, uh, giving you everything you need from defense to to scoring twenty points a game to hitting game winners over Brianna Stewart. So I do think uh, with the way these games have gone, Liberty have only really blown them out once uh they probably should have lost the game that they won in overtime earlier in the year so i do think nine and a half points is a lot but we know the liberty are capable of blowing them out in one of these games uh and i i think game one might be it i've gone back and forth with it it's it's tough but uh we've also seen all these games go over since the uh first matchup of the season and i can't believe this number dropped from 164 i think it's now 162 and a half for game one Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the Mystics' defenses are you know solid, and they're uh, they play more towards the under um, season. But uh, the way these games go, they're always going down the wire. It's hard to think that Alandel Don, Natasha Cloud, and Brittany Sykes can't keep this within three possessions. Yeah, that's kind of where I get to. Uh, game one, and inevitably, if it were to go to game three, game three as well. Uh, I've got a projected actually 7.6. So I do show a little bit of value in the Mystics here. And I'm always going to have like a soft spot in my heart with Deladon and Cloud on there uh, and what they've been able to accomplish. I kind of feel like 
I'm with you that Aces feels like it's going to be, even in a best case scenario, Sky doesn't, like, their version of hanging isn't really hanging. Like, they're not never really in the game. Yeah, um, versus, like, the Mystics could legitimately... Yeah, the Mystics could legitimately, like, challenge here. Uh, you can get plus 360 for it to be Liberty 2, Mystics 1. I don't hate that. Like, do you think that there's a chance that the Mystics can outright get it? Can they get a home game, potentially? Is that is that possible? I mean, they're, they were a Courtney Vandersloot layup away from winning two in New York. So, and yeah. it is possible. I do think Sandy in the playoffs is done really well. Uh, Sabrina in her young playoff career has never won a playoff series. Uh, she's Ooh. only been in two, and one of them was a single okay. nations, but she's covered in both. So she's played great. Benaj has played great the last few playoff game ones. Uh, Liberty came out strong and covered and won outright as big dogs last year. Sandy's first year coaching the team. Um, so, I mean, it's a, it's a tough spot just because of how good the Mystics are. You don't want to play this team in round one. But I, I still think the Liberty get it done in two. They don't want to play around. But, uh, you know, that number probably gets better after game one because I don't see the Liberty losing twice in a row. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how it works with these game three game series. So I do think that there's probably uh, value a little bit on taking. I'm probably going to play the, play the Mystics in game one. I think I'm going to go ahead and take the, the nine and a half. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if this also got up to 10, given the popularity of, I think public money will probably come in. To the degree it will in the market on the WBA uh, on the Liberty. I think it'll be a little bit more value on the Mystics. And you're already kind of seeing, uh, well, I will say this, you know, at, at MGM, it's minus 115 plus nine and a half. So we're starting to see at least a little bit of a lean. Might, this, this might hit nine. So if you can get the nine and a half, definitely take that. There are nine and a halfs in the market. Uh, let's go to the Connecticut Sun taking on the Minnesota Lynx. Sun are minus 650. Lynx plus 450 to win this matchup. What do you think about this one? Like the Lynx have won games this season where I'm just mind blown. Like I understand beating the Liberty when <laughs> yeah. they're on a back-to-back, but like beating right. Dallas on back-to-back games with when how good Dallas is offensively and Lynx have thrown up some stinkers. They wouldn't be in the playoffs if they didn't beat LA three times. Um, right. They, they have a worse point differential than the Indiana Fever, uh, than the Sparks, who are not playoff teams. So they really shouldn't be here. They have one <laughs> supremely talented player, and if he's a collier, they have, you know, two rookies who will be on the all-rookie team. Uh, Caleb McBride, who has been good as of late, but I don't think I trust her in a five-game series. And then on the other side, you got the AP Coach of the Year, uh, Dewana Bonner, who seems ageless, and, you know, a potential MVP, and Alyssa Thomas. So I... <laughs> I still can't get myself to fully trust Connecticut to, to win uh, 2-0. Uh, I think there might be some value there at letting this uh, or think this could go to three just because of the variance with how Minnesota plays. I mean, you could have Rachel Bantam and Bridget Carlton come in and, and hit five threes. So uh, I think there's a little value there. Uh, the Sun have not been great at covering double-digit spreads if this gets up to 10. Uh, it's, I mean, because we've seen that offense just get into some lulls, but we've also seen them in dominant. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I did respect Stephanie White for resting Alyssa Thomas and Dewana Bonner uh, to start the second half and sitting them out the rest of the game and allowing me to to bet the sky at the end of the season. It's a pro move by her, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's it's a tough tough read. 
but I don't blame anyone if you're, you know, take the sun to, to cover the spread because data says the links are really that bad. Uh, two one sun is plus three thirty in the market, which I think is an interesting number. I don't think I'm going to get there. Uh, just based off of, I feel like the the links half court offense is great, and this has kind of been the thing where the sun. I feel like the sun routinely get matched up against these teams in earlier rounds where they face an opponent that can score but can't defend, but their offense will also like you said, go into that lull for long enough. Like they let these teams that they should handle hang around because they just find ways for their offense to underperform. Uh, I've got this eight and a half, so I don't like any part of the side. That's too close for me on this one. Do you have a feeling on the spread, do you lean towards an under, kind of banking on the Sun having a, a little bit of a lull at some point in this game? You know, the the fact that the over has hit at home 14 out of 20 times for the Sun does scare me a bit because nice. the Lynx have been a pretty solid under team. And it's weird. It's like, okay, maybe, you know, the the sun kind of go into a mode where they their offense just kicks in high gear at home, but it's really not that. They do tend to give up a lot more points at home than they have in the past few years. I don't think Dijanae Carrington's going to play. That's a crucial piece. I mean, she's a player that can come off the bench and give you 17, but they are getting a lot of production out of Ty Harris, who I think shooting 47% from three this season, uh, leading the league not the minimum uh, of 100 attempts, but still leading the league and was hot down the stretch. So it's it's another tough one for me. I think their defense is a little better at home um, or just better in general compared to the Lynx. So I wouldn't mind messing with the team total here. Uh, it always gets dicey in the playoffs, right, with free throws at the end of games. Um, if the game is close or even like we've seen blowouts where just teams just don't care. Um I mean, one of these game ones is going to be a blowout for sure. Um, could easily be the Aces, but it could be this one. Um, but it's just too close for me to to make a move, and I think it's a good game to bet live. I've got this projected at one sixty four, so that's going to make a that's a tough. I I I want to bet the over, man. I'm just I, I feel like I def, don't feel like I have a high level of trust in either of these teams' offenses over the course of yeah. a full game. So. Um, this one, I think I'm, I'm probably going to stay away from and, and see what happens. As always, I think the Sun have an opportunity to really show us something, but if I had a nickel for every time I said that. Um, finally, <laughs> we'll go to the Atlanta Dream taking on the Dallas Wings in this one uh, in the market. Uh, you will find that the Wings are minus 300, Dreamer plus 235. Uh, you can get Wings 2-0 minus 125. Dream 2-0 at plus 950, Wings 2-1 at plus 310, and Dream 2-1 at plus 360. Um, what are your thoughts on this matchup, which, I, I don't know, like, it's a, this one is is interesting in terms of whoever comes out of this, I wonder how they'll be perceived in the market going forward. What are your thoughts on this one? I don't think it's a question of who's coming out of it. Uh, I mean, anyone who follows me knows I'm very vocal. Um, I'm very anti-Dream. Um and I and I do bet them when I need to, right? It's just uh, there are those certain situations where you cannot trust this team. Uh, they have yeah. only covered against teams uh, under five hundred. I think for the lat like the second half of the season, um, two two wins total against teams <laughs> um, over four. No, they beat it. They beat Minnesota. No, Minnesota didn't finish five hundred. <laughs> yeah, uh, two wins. Once against the Liberty, 
and once against the Sun. Uh, 0-3 against Dallas, 0-3 on the spread against Dallas. Dallas is just a terrible matchup for them. Uh, too many talented bigs. And, I mean, the Dream try hard. They have some effort, but the half-court offense is pretty abysmal. They don't really run anything. You just hope they get in transition. Uh, so that's the only way they, they really stay in this game is the Wings miss a lot of shots. And uh, you're also going against the number one offensive rebounding team in the league. So, I mean, you're dealing with Tierra McCowan down there. She goes out. You got Kalani Brown, who's also six, you know, eight. It's, it is an awful matchup. I mean, the, the Wings are an awful matchup for everybody. So many bigs, so many shooters. It's, uh, it is tough. They do turn it over a lot. But I, I'm i sticking – I mean, I, the line is still at 6.5 for game one. I'm taking that. Uh, I, I think it's 2-0 easy. Uh, the Dream just aren't there yet. I don't blame you. Um, I would say that I think the Dream kind of showed down the stretch that, once again, like that's – you're right that you can't trust that team. Uh, I am kind of interested just because the Wings were last in uh, three-pointers on catch-and-shoot this season, and that always makes me nervous. I don't like – trusting teams where if they need to, they can't get separation. Um, but at the same time, the, the, the dream are not an impressive squad whatsoever. I make, look, my, my numbers for some reason still like the dream and I don't, I don't really know why I'm not trusting them um, to the point where my numbers make this a pick. And I was like, that, that's not right. That's, in Dallas? that's not right. Um, yes. In Dallas makes it a pick. Yeah. Where I was like, Okay, so I'll be spending the, the the next 24 hours trying to figure out what's wrong with my model because um, that should definitely not be the case. But uh, I do want to ask you, though, if they are laying six and a half. Do you feel confident that the Wings can cover that at home? I do. I think uh, I think game one is, is the one to, to really emphasize who you are. I mean, I think they've been waiting for this moment, too. I mean, this coach is, is like, passionate. She, I mean, she's new. They're, the team is enjoying each other. Enrique had a double-double for the first time in her career this year. She had two, one to finish mm-hmm. out the season. Yeah. Um, so I think they're hitting their stride at the right time um, and getting a lot of balanced scoring. So um, she's coming off a 30-point performance earlier. Uh, for some reason, and in this game with these two teams who foul the absolute most, who take the most free throws, it is, it is mind-blowing that they haven't all gone over. I mean, I think the first game one was like at 161 or something like that, but the next two have been in the 170s. Uh, I think there was 67 free throws uh, in the second game in Dallas, and the game still didn't go over somehow. They just shot horribly. Uh, could be one of those situations where there are nerves. Uh, it'll be Ryan Howard's first playoff game. Uh, Nas Hillman off the bench. Uh, I think Cheyenne Parker hasn't been in the playoffs in a while. So, And Tanisha Wright's first uh, playoff game as a head coach. So um, she shouldn't be nervous, but um, I don't trust her at all. Uh, so I'm rocking with Satu Savali, who should be a top five MVP pick, uh, Arike, who has shown that she can play in a system. Hopefully, uh, I feel good about the wings. Uh, wings are 10 and seven straight up nine and eight against the spread as a home favorite this season. Uh, the dreamer eight and nine, both straight up and ATS as a road dog this season. So a little bit more of an edge towards the wings there. All right, let's talk about some futures here so uh, there is a a really hilarious prop in the market uh playing in on the dominance of the aces which i i cannot blame them um but it's just kind of been funny to to see it play out there's a uh 
there's they are, and also by the way in the in the market there are also matchups for the finals uh out there uh, aces liberty is minus 200 there is a prop on the aces versus the field if we look at our partner bet mgm and we look over at the futures market the aces are minus 150 uh, to win the WNBA title, the Liberty are plus one forty five. Sun are plus two thousand. Your Dallas Wings are twenty five to one. Mystics forty to one. Dream one hundred and twenty five to one. And we won't mention the Sky or the Lynx. So when you look at the market, is there a team that you think is worth taking a shot on from a, a an underdog long shot perspective, or do you need to stick with the big two here? Uh, I think at this point. You you kind of miss the boat on value, right? Uh, with the with the super teams, yeah. and you gotta gotta pick the the team that's riding riding high. Um, God forbid the Liberty lose. I mean, it would crush me like a you know crush me emotionally. But uh, I I mean, yeah, I, I getting seven fifty at the beginning of the year with the Liberty was great, and then I think they were up to three thirty before that first Aces uh, win they had. So I I have a little bit with the Wings at forty five to one. And if I wanted to grab more on the wings, I think there's an exact on the wings beating the Liberty at 38 to one. I think that's pretty good value. Uh, the Liberty beat them by one uh, just like a few weeks ago, but Sabrina was just coming back from injury. But before that, in their first three games, I think the wings had won uh, 11 to 12 quarters. It was just one huge third quarter that the Liberty had to get them one of those wins. So, it's a uh, it's a bad matchup for everybody. The wings just have so much size, and you also got to factor in like aces. I think the writing's on the wall. Candace Parker's not coming back. They don't trust any of their other bigs. Kia Stokes is Kia Stokes. You you know what you're going to get with her. So if anything happens, God forbid. I mean, they need all four of those players, those four starters, and Alicia Clark to win a championship. And even then, it's not a guarantee. So something could easily happen or any of those players get some foul trouble early. Something something goes wrong with the game script for them. I like Dallas Wings' variability, size, and style of play. Uh, we talked about, you talked about variants earlier. They're going to chuck it and they're going to run. So yeah. that would be my team to get past the aces. Uh, if you're playing odds, probably taking on the Liberty. And they've had success against the Liberty. That's interesting. What makes you think the Mystics can't get can't get there? I think they can, but I still I still think there's too much talent uh, in this starting five and what you're getting out of the bench from the Liberty. I still don't think we've seen them play, you know, absolutely perfect um, or hit their peak. Let's say Sandy was probably holding back a little bit too in that game, as as she should. I mean, there's you knew the the Aces weren't going to lose to the Mercury. You had no shot at the one seed. You knew that who the, this is who you're probably going to play. Um, they still put up a fight, even though they were down 10 in the fourth. This, I mean, we saw them go up by 15 in D.C., so they're capable of winning these games. Uh, you have a first-time head coach. I mean, he coached some games when his dad was, you know, sick or whatnot last year. But I'll trust Sandy, who's got a ton of playoff experience, been to the finals multiple times, won championships, coached in the Olympics, lot of experience over Eric Tebow, who I've uh, I have a grudge with. He he got a late tech <laughs> when he was up twelve to ruin an under for me. I'll never forgive him. I'll probably tell him that on Barclays at Barclays on Friday. 
But seriously, this team is too good to lose in the first round. I, I mean, Twitter would explode if this does happen right uh, with all the expectations. But uh, I have to think that they're prepared for this. Have to. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, all right. Let's go wrap it up for Wuckets. Make sure to check us out later this week. We'll get you updated on these series as they progress, as well as we've got more coverage of how to bet the NBA awards as the season goes on. Make sure to check out our YouTube page. Go to the Action Network YouTube page. Just search for the Action Network over on YouTube. You can catch a video version of this show. We appreciate you guys being with us. My thanks to David Payne, our producer, as well as our crack team of video editors. We'll see you guys again next time. And until then, get walkets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.